0: The college basketball experience, big 10 conference preview for 2023, 24 episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Underdog has just added pickup scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in just one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Holy hell. That's a lot of money. Uh, use the promo code SGPN underdog fantasy for 100 percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Do it, folks. Rosso brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code S G P N to get 50% off your first month today and start making smarter bets today, people. And finally we're brought to you uh, by us in a way uh, we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL second chance survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties. The contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter, so just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Once again, that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride.
1: Yes. 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 Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball
0: experience. Big Ten conference preview for 2023, 24 season preview. I mean, look, I mean this, this, this conference, one thing I can respect about this conference, despite them going to 75 teams next year, is the fact remember this year, it's the last year of uh, only having what 14, uh, they still don't grab a They, they add four new teams this next year, probably 35 over the next five years, but um, they still don't add one from the alphabet a to the letter I essentially it's still starting with, with the I, I, I appreciate that. It's like, that's part of their. I think they they consider that like if Baylor wanted to join, no no no, you start with the B. Can't can't do that. All right, can't do that. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. My name is Kobe Swinging base Dan, A.K.A. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick.
1: He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits
2: when dundee happened he was a superstar i'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping Uh, would have killed a normal man but
0: now that's gone The medical advice i got from that was was like being hit by lightning pretend it never happened and get
2: on with your life
0: Mm. let's go i feel like i'm hit by lightning whenever the season tips on november 6 because all of a sudden It's like a beautiful mind. I see shit in my head. You know what I mean? It's going crazy. I'm writing on windows. You know what I mean? Do all crazy shit like that. Folks. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Give us that five-star rating review on iTunes. All that good stuff. I am joined by my co-host. If you rocked with us last year or previous years, you know, we, when the season tips, we're here every single night of the season. No off nights here. We're not fucking James Harden. All right. So, all right. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. Host of the Big 12 College Experience. Host of the Ryan rush Show. Give it up for Ryan
1: McIntyre, aka Money Line Mac. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I, I love me some Big Ten basketball. One thing about this league. You can always count on the good home court advantages. Yeah, I mean, whether it's Purdue, Indiana, Sparty, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan—I mean, they they got it going on in this league. The one thing I will say, Rutgers Rutgers is coming on. Yeah, at the the rack, uh, Maryland, Maryland can get lit as well. The one thing I will say, though, everybody will be heartbroken by this league year in year (laughs) out because they never win a national championship. What if I told you they have not won a national championship? since 2000 with Tom Izzo in the Michigan state, Mateen Cleves, Michigan Spartans.
0: Well, and what's crazy is if you remove Michigan state, what was the last one prior to that? Michigan oh with Ramil Robinson, right? I would probably yeah, think Michigan. Re- yeah. yeah. Uh, just off Tom the top. Knight. I know Illinois got there and blew a big lead, but uh shout out to the chat. We're rocking along. We're going to go. We're going to go through every single team. All right. But look, we got, we got people to bring on first. Uh, look, this guy, um, I, I really not to shit on the chat. <laughs> I love that as a, as a beginning, not to shit on the chat, but uh, I really respect this guy's opinion. When it comes to sports, you've heard him on uh shit. I feel like he's on hoops, Peterson. Every, every so often I turn on hoops, Peterson. And I see this guy on all right. But he knows college basketball as good as any. He's an Iowa Hawkeye fan and he's a Kirk Ferentz guy. I think me and him agree eye to eye that Kirk Ferentz should run for fucking president. In my opinion, Uh, (laughs) look, give it up for Rob Donaldson. How you
3: doing, brother? Let me switch. How we doing boys? Oh. <laughs> there we go. The close up looks hundred percent better, and we're starting off the show with a beautiful mind reference. I mean, we're we're in, we're in the zone right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, look, we're, I gave you the close cam. That's like the Russell Crowe now, where he's added like eighty pounds. That's just me. Uh, but it, it's uh, it, it, it look, it's been it's been a minute. This is the off season. This has been the off. It's been since what? I feel like the Iowa preview that we've talked, but. Damn it, we love college basketball, and here we are, just a couple weeks away from the season. Rob, how you been over the summer, man?
3: You know, trying to make it through betting a lot of MLB and you know just hanging out, going boating, golfing, and trying to find some happiness while football season and college basketball is out of the picture. And yeah, man, I'm I'm just a normal guy who who likes to have some the beverages and, and have some fun. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's that's exactly
0: that's. That's why. America. I, uh, that's why I be connected yeah, on LinkedIn. You were like, "Hey, just a normal guy looking uh, to bet and uh, have beverages." Like, hey, let's get him on the show. Let's get him <laughs> on the fucking show. Sounds like me. Uh, look, we're also joined by the man behind the scenes. All right, this guy's got a wood panel Chrysler LeBaron a 378 thousand miles on it, and he's. He's fucking a sharp when it comes to Michigan basketball. That's why he told me, take UNC Asheville money line. Give it up for Noah Beanick,
2: the host of the college baseball experience. What's going on, guys? And I mean, Max coming out with heat when I'm not even on the stream. This is kind of unfair. We, to not to, not to, I mean, I, I don't want to back my in state rival, but Michigan State's been to the Final Four two times in the last, I don't know, 13 years or so. A couple of bounces go their way. They are national champions. Wisconsin had uh, stopped uh, Kentucky's undefeated run. If they have a lucky bounce in the national title game, oh no, 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 no,
0: no, no! no. If they got
2: the calls, like
0: uh, (laughs) I mean that. I'm not even a Wisconsin fan, and that was and still upset about that.
2: I wasn't, I wasn't planned to go in on trying to defend this conference's national championships. I'm trying to defend this logo on my hat currently. I mean, they're coming at us for buying burgers for players, apparently from the little Brown jug down the street. And now they're saying we're stealing signs like the Houston Astros break out your plastic trash cans. Everybody. What the fuck is going on? This is normal. Stealing signs is not against the rules. I mean, you literally, I mean, I have stolen signs in baseball games numerous times. Never gotten caught. Never gotten all this shit. It's not against the rules. I mean, literally there's nothing in the rule book. It's one
1: thing to
0: steal signs. I know you still steal your neighborhood signs. Uh, That's why there's no stop signs in your fucking town. But uh, look, uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) But at at the same time, at the same time, you can't be buying kids burgers. I mean, you can't feed kids. Despite, oh yeah, I know. Come on, Bruce Bruce Pearl got had for that. Remember that barbecue? (laughs) <laughs> everyone's coming over to his house for a barbecue. God, God forbid you, you'd be nice to 18 and 23 year olds and offer them. So
1: who's rad Harbaugh yeah. out. Is it, is it Ryan day? I mean, what's going on, Noah?
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know who's in charge of this narrative, but uh, not a fan of it. I mean, it's, it seems like a witch hunt. They're trying to do everything in their power to just get them out. You, of town. You know what it they is? They want him back in the NFL. They want no, no, back. No, no, no. You know what it is?
0: it's the, it's, it's it's the fact you guys have been ducking, playing power fives.
2: Oh, yeah, please. All right. Have you seen our schedule next year? I'm literally in their team preview for college football. I ran through all the non-con opponents since 2015. We only had two years where we didn't play a power five. And it was the two years that Virginia tech and UCLA were taken off the schedule. Well, check this out. And and and
0: And it's, you don't find that ironic. And it's the two years that you made the playoffs
2: coming in hot. <laughs> I, it was it was the it was the two years that we had the oh. best team since my life, like since I was born. Since you don't I was put you on don't find earth. it ironic though? The the first time that Michigan has a true good quarterback, they're in the playoff. No, not ironic at all. Oh come on, buddy.
0: <laughs> uh, Ohio State next year. McNamara, uh,
2: you see what Ohio State yeah, did it? next year? It, by the he way, He took him
0: to the playoff too. <laughs> Ohio State next year, no Power Fives in the non-con. Pulling a Michigan.
2: Disgusting. Yeah, and we're playing Texas and Fresno State. Get on our level.
0: Yeah, but that's because you've been shit on for a couple of years. Now you got to. No, it's it. not. You, know you don't I mean?
2: schedule it in two years just because you got. Body, why did class. they not play? These UCLA. are scheduled like
0: five years. Oh, in fuck off, though. They could have played UCLA. <laughs> the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah. no, all right. Yeah. I told
2: you what had happened. We They're were looking at the schedule and Notre Dame and Notre Dame and backed they,
0: out of that. And you canceled Arkansas. All right, I remember all that shit. All right. <laughs> the fuck out of here with that shit. All right. I'm not buying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you don't you sling that shit on some other network. All right. I know they ducked, they ducked that shit and they've been, they've benefited off that. All right. And Ohio state's doing it next year. So yeah, we can shit on them next year, but look, follow the leader. Huh? They made it's been a blueprint. Georgia did
2: it this year. Georgia was supposed to play Oklahoma, Michigan and the big 10, the leaders and legends. I mean, (laughs) do what's working, right? Oh, it's pathetic.
0: Champions of the world. Meanwhile, Purdue's playing eleven. Best. Meanwhile, Purdue's playing eleven. Power fives, but hey, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Um, Maze right, rage. Basketball time. Let's go.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You got Phil Martelli, all right. I do like Phil Martelli. Yeah, right? and who, I like, I like Phil
1: Martelli. Yeah. Well, he's the he's the best coach on their staff. I know that <laughs> Phil
2: Martelli looks like he was just just <laughs> <in> the electric <laughs> chair with all his hair going and frizzing everywhere. <laughs> in <the> back,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> who who uh, hates on that? Guy?
0: No, 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 no. I, you gotta love Martell. We have two Martellis this year. You guys know yeah. about that, right?
2: We got two oh, yeah. Martellis. Well, yeah. is it official? Is is Grasso out at Bryant? You I guys are jumpers I was gonna, pressing the brakes on you guys. You guys no. wanted to go down that road. Well, no, I, I, I'm
0: going to go ahead and say it's official. When you when you uh, when you <laughs> leave the scene of an accident, it's you know hit and run. Want to shoot some jumpers? Hit and run. I mean, Bayheim killed a guy. That's true. That is true. <laughs> okay Bernie. He's picking boogers while he's driving. You he's can't on, do that. He's going to be on ESPN now. <laughs> Beheim. That's so true. Them How the, the hell, hell does out. he get a pass? All right, I I'm joking. Know. I'm joking. He um, took the ra- Yeah. Folks, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. We're going to talk every single team, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by SGPs second chance survivor in the NFL gambling podcast. Look, you're already knocked out of your NFL survivor. We know this. All right. This is uh, don't even lie to us. Don't be like Noah trying to defend this non-con. That's a fucking joke. All right. We know you're out of it, (laughs) right? We know you're out of it. You, You know, very rarely. I feel like by this point in the
2: season, do you really have a big percentage in? On any given day, anybody can beat anybody. That's why you just have to go out there and win your non-con games. Stop it, Survivor. (laughs) Pick the right team that wins. I mean, why are they why are they out of the Survivor? On any given
0: day, Bowling Green's never won anything. All right, Uh, (laughs) they beat Georgia Tech.
2: That's not winning,
0: baby. (laughs) That's not winning. That's just not losing. They were a twenty-one point dog on the road. That's winning. Come on, it's Georgia Tech. All right, they haven't been fucking relevant since <laughs> John Heisman. All right, uh, look, uh, we know you're already knocked out of your NFL Survivor, but don't worry, we got you covered. SGPN's Second Chance Survivor is here, presented by Corey Pinkston and Bark and Dog Properties. Look, that's no timeshare, folks. We're not trying to squeeze you into some stay in Myrtle Beach every fucking year. All right, look, uh, three thousand dollars are up for grabs for free, folks. All you gotta do. All you gotta do is jump in. Winner take all starts this week. It's so a side up now sports slash survivor. That's sports slash survivor. We're also brought to you by the NFL gambling podcast. Hey, Moneyline max on that air on those airwaves. Yeah. Right? Support, support the, the company here. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, NFL gambling podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an apple podcast review with your touchdown-related bet for this weekend, the biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include uh, your YouTube username in the review so we can contact the winner. But hell, $50—that can get you. Look, that that can get you a lot of things. You're in a jam. All right, uh, folks. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, look, underdog has just introduced scorchers go five for five and pick up scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, uh, underdog is extending their first deposit bonus up to $500. And every Sunday, this is, actually, this is insane to me. Uh, they're giving away hundred grand every Sunday. I repeat, they're giving away $100,000 every single Sunday. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, they got that Burt Reynolds money over there. 10 lucky players will win $10,000. Each Sunday. Unbelievable. Look, an underdog I like this weekend is the Illinois fighting Alina. We're talking Big Ten. Brett Bielma in the Bielma Bowl against the Wisconsin Badgers in champagne. I think he gets them done. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. Once again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN all right. We are back on the college basketball experience in what should be a fire fire season. And perhaps the big 10 will be able to shut up the naysayers. Let's jump into it folks. Illinois. Last time I checked, I think they're first in the alphabet.
1: Um, It's incredible.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's I mean, it's it's funny when I do the college football previews every year, it's almost like I forget about the big 10 for like six, for like three months. And then it's like in August, I get bombarded by a bunch of Big Ten schools.
2: They're right? adding four teams: in Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and UCS, USC. And they're still going to be number one in the alphabet.
0: Yeah, I know. So that was my point in the beginning. <laughs> I'm just—I'm not very clear. I don't make a lot of sense uh, in life. So my apologies if you—if you guys didn't catch that one. Uh, let's go to the State Farm Arena. All right, uh, where Brad Underwood—or what do they call that thing? State Farm Center? I don't fucking know. All right. Um, there were 20 and 13 a year ago, 11 and nine lost in the first round. Brad Underwood, as much as I do think he kind of ignited the, or I feel like he gave the new blood there and it, it was an exciting time to be in a fan, but I feel like that dude gets out coached every year in the NCAA tournament. Um, and last year it just seemed like with, you know, something, something happened. I don't know. Uh, I know we he boiled Car- his
2: own team's blood last year.
0: Well, I mean, you know, you saw the Caleb love situation where I guess, you know, they had a girlfriend in North Carolina that was fucking everybody on the team. Um, uh, So, so that was a disaster. I don't know if this is what happened here, but everyone's gone. Matthew Mayer, gone. sky Clark. What's he go to? He went to Louisville. I believe Uh, Jaden Epps gone. RJ Melendez gone. So they still have Terrence Shannon jr, which I know Michigan Noah's still bitter about this, you know, (laughs) Even though Hunter Dickinson left them high and dry, yeah, right? I'm not
2: bitter about him anymore. I'm more <laughs> bitter about Dick. <laughs> Fair Dick, uh,
0: yeah, that, it's a bold statement uh, there. Um, nah. No, so I mean Coleman Hawkins is back. Terrence Shannon Jr. is back. Ty Rogers, who who played a little bit as a freshman, is back. And then the, obviously this is college basketball 2023. They're active in the portal. They bring in a slew of guys. Uh, Marcus Damask from uh, Southern Illinois, Salukis. He could play uh, Quincy, Quincy, Gary. This guy's been at every fucking school in the nation from Oregon. Uh, he comes in Justin Harmon from Utah Valley. Um, All in all, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the, like I, here's what I, I say, like in the regular season, they're probably going to be a good team. Yeah. Do I think they'll, they'll make the NCAA tournament to me? And then they'll lose in the first round, probably again. Maybe if they're fortunate, second round or something. But do you think this team? I mean, it's got to be better than last year's team, just based off of the fact that it just seemed like last year was a the locker room was was you know a cancer in a way. But uh, Rob, what do you make of the Illini going into the season?
3: Yeah, they're a team that's going to play around the rim a lot. You know, I mean, Terrence Shannon is probably the one guy who I I really feel confident and just like hitting a step up jumper, or a transition jumper. And then the rest of the guys, the guy that they added in terms of Justin Harmon from Utah Valley, he's one of those dudes that when you saw a fight happen in a Utah Valley last season or the last couple of years, he was the one involved. Um, he's one of those guys that's going to drive the lane kind of like Andre Carbello without that much flash. And I do think having a guy that is a scrapper is an Illinois staple. So um, I, I do think that they added some decent pieces in the transfer portal, but overall I agree. I think this is a regular season team that, um can be in a lot of trouble when it comes to, you know, just playoff type performances. Is it worth at all taking the plus
0: eight hundred? I feel like no, Illinois so. in the regular season are always kind of can kind of overachieve sometimes.
1: But uh Mac, what do you think? What do you make of the Alliani? Yeah, you know, it's funny. They they basically finished in the top four, four straight years. Actually, last year we tied for fifth, but the two years before that, first and second, they had some assholes on that team last year. You could tell the pieces <laughs> never fitted and I, I normally I normally cheer that on,
0: but no. Yeah. I'm sorry. yeah, you
1: could just tell like they, they had some selfish ass dudes that just it, it never was meshing it, and that was an easy fade once we got to March. Um, I feel like they're going to be better with less, to be honest. I think the pieces fit. I I kind of agree that they'll be a top four team, and you know. The Big 10 is is weird because sometimes like 5 6 losses can get you in a share for the Big 10 title. I mean that's happened before in the past where these teams just beat the shit out of each other for two straight months.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh no, you were saying pre-episode that you think the Illini could could win it all this year.
2: Uh, <laughs> not quite. Um <laughs> What what do you make what it, do you make of the squad, man? It happened last year. Northwestern won our was second place in the league with seven losses. Uh, in conference, Illinois, they're making their best attempt that addition by subtraction here. Um, The biggest issue for me is I don't know if there's a good point guard on this roster. Uh, Terrence Shannon didn't really excel at the point last season. He's more of a a work off the ball, a better wing player than a a guy with the ball in his hands. Um, And his defense uh, in his defense, a few things didn't mesh together on this roster last year. Um, In addition to what could be shaky ball handling from the team. Uh, the Illini aren't really an efficient perimeter shooting team either. And again, going back to Shannon, he should be better, uh, not having to create his own shot this year. Um, but the outside offense is in general going to be quite poor in my opinion, Brad Underwood's squad is going to need a lot of Shannon drives with occasional dish- dishes to Coleman Hawkins and Dane Deja, uh, for this team's offensive su- success. Uh, the defense is going to be elite though. Uh, they have size and length and that's always going to win in the big 10. That's going to keep them afloat here. Uh, so it, I, Illinois, I don't really have them tanking, but I'm not too high on the squad.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Um, okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, I'm intrigued to see the, the pecking order at the end when it's all said and done, but uh, let's jump over and talk about the Indiana Hoosiers. Mike Woodson entering year three. They made it to the second round of the NCAA tournament a year ago, 23 and 12, 12 and eight in conference for the folks in Bloomington. Uh, The bad news. There's a lot of bad news here in a way. Uh, Jalen hood, Shafino gone. Trace Jackson, Davis gone. Miller cop gone. Tamar Bates gone. Race Thompson gone. That's a lot of production, a lot of production, but Trey Galloway is back. Um, I know Xavier Johnson uh, is in his 37th year of college. What, what year did he come into college basketball? I feel like I've been yeah, watching him. I can find it since like Year's six, next, 20, maybe yeah, it's gotta be really, I would think even a little longer than that maybe, but maybe I'm full of shit 2019 um, is my freshman year. That's quite long. <laughs> okay. I don't know for me. It's all, it's all a blur. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, I mean, 2018, 2018. See, that's a, that's a good run, man. See, I feel a little bit better there. Um, <laughs> they uh, they they obviously lost a big part, but they go out and get a few guys. Anthony Walker transfers in from uh, Miami. They get uh, how do I pronounce this guy's first name again? Uh, from Oregon, the uh, oh, yeah yeah. I don't I, where from Oregon. I always forget how to C- fucking pronounce. Kalel, is it Kalel? I think it's Kalel. Okay. That that's a nice get, by the way. But uh, Peyton Sparks also coming in from Ball State, and then they go out and get a couple of freshmen that that I know they're excited about, Mackenzie McBacco. I I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I need a whiskey. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, this is a team that I just think so many new faces. I expect regression, but you know, they have a lit home environment. I'm sure they'll they'll win more a little more, you know, than than probably what people will project, but all, when it's all said and done, I think this is a big year, you know, a big step back season for them.
3: Uh, I'm curious, Rob, what you make of the Hoosiers. I'm really bullish on this team. You know, Xavier Johnson was a guy who, uh, when he went out out last year, it kind of felt like it took a few games and, and a couple of weeks just to kind of figure out how to replace his production. And I don't really think they ever truly did. Um, another big piece, like you kind of mentioned, Khalil Ware, that's a guy who legitimately is an NBA player. And I mean, he can post up. He's got the finesse to his game. He can even guard around the perimeter. I think this is a new look Indiana team, and finally a team that I think Mike Woodson can really work some magic with. Uh, this is a sneaky contender to win the Big Ten, in my opinion. And uh, I'm going to lay a little something on plus 900 for sure. Woo! I like that. Now,
0: there to me, go. to me, uh, you know the Big Ten. Watching the Big Ten this year is going to be some of these bigs that they have. Um, it's it, I feel like more than other conferences, you're watching like 1987 basketball in the <laughs> in, in the Big Ten. Um, you make a good point about and, and the size is is something we should factor in with this team. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just. I know Xavier Johnson's good. I know he's been in college forever. And maybe that, you know, experienced point guard play goes a long way. So maybe that maybe there's something there. Mac, what do you make of this? Who's your team?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. I so everybody knows me. I like this the phrase take the team the year after the hype. And Indiana had a shitload of hype last year. They were picked to win the Big Ten. It wasn't Purdue. It was Indiana coming into the year. I kind of agree with Rob here. I like this team. They're they're old. They they got size, and I you know I was skeptical to Mike Woodson hire when they hired him. I'm always an anti NBA guy, but he's proven me wrong. I mean, and they finish what in second last year in the Big Ten after getting to the dance the first year. I kind of think they're going to be right back in that top four once again and have a chance to win it. I think plus nine hundred is actually a nice nice play here.
0: I will say the plus nine hundred is 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 somewhat appealing. Yeah. but but um, oh yeah, uh, I don't know. I just. Uh, Another thing is like Woodson's been a little better than I thought, but I'm yeah. still i I'm still a skeptic. I'm still I a thought skeptic. he would suck. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I, 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 he's proven me wrong. That's fair.
0: That's fair. I, I thought he would suck too. I mean, I thought he's been yeah. better with, than what I projected, but I still yep. wonder: is he there two, three years from now? You know, I I still wonder about that. Yeah, um, Dusty May. Oh, oh,
2: oh! There it is, right?
0: Oh. Uh, Noah, what do you make of the say something.
2: Oh, uh, these two are drunk on the Hoosier Kool-Aid. Let me just say that Uh, the core (laughs) of this team last year, the second round appearance, it's all gone. No longer in Bloomington. Besides the mass exodus at Penn state, this team brings back the least amount of production from last year. The Hoosiers also have the youngest team in the big 10, according to Torvik. This is a team that I think really surprised me because Xavier Johnson last year, in my opinion, once he went down, this team actually, Contrary to what Rob said, I thought this team got better with Jalen hood Shafino at the point. Um, And they were winning games on the road, uh, which is hard to do in the big 10. They went in the Mackey and they beat Purdue. They actually swept Purdue last year. If my memory is correct. Correct. So when, when he got injured, I thought the Hoosiers actually took off Mike Woodson. He has a below average backcourt this year. I think Trey Galloway is getting too big of a piece of a pie uh, for this season, but there's nobody really behind him to relinquish it. Uh, I see this team having to rely on Mackenzie McBach Imbako for their scoring. And like I always say, I just want to see it to believe it with a lot of the freshmen in America and M- Mbako doesn't get a free pass. So I want to see how uh, he does, because I think they're going to have to uh, lean on him a lot for the scoring this year. I think this is a middle of the pack, maybe below average big 10 team this year Mbako, That's how you say it. I don't know how to talk.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think below, I mean, I think middle of the pack for me, I, I'm like middle, I'm, I'm kind of. But
2: I I like plus nine hundred. The not- the Hoosiers fans are loud on social media. You can't take them all in. You can't listen to all of them. <laughs> uh, well look, let's switch over and
0: talk about Rob's yeah. team here, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Nineteen and fourteen one. a year ago. Eleven and nine in conference. They were in the NCAA tournament first round uh, again last year. First round exit. I feel like. I mean, I, I need to pull that up. I should have had that prep for this this episode. But Fran McCaffrey enters year fourteen. Chris Murray's gone. Connor McCaffrey's gone. Rabaka, uh, F- uh, F- uh Philip has gone. Uh, this team. I mean, a. I, I'm curious in general. I know I, I got to break down some more players returning, but where are you at with the Fran McCaffrey hire here? On like, you're in year 14, or is this like a Ferent thing where you just ah, we're good, we make the tournament, uh, move <laughs> along, or what?
3: Absolutely not. Now I. I'm probably more critical about Fran than most Iowa fans. I would say, I think there's, it's a pretty heavy split and then like the Iowa fan grouping. But I mean, when you really think about his accomplishments, it was the big 10 championship a couple of years ago. And it was the NIT championship appearance uh, where they got smoked by Baylor. I mean, those are the two that really come out to mind and like, Oh, those are the, the the really high marks of, of Fran's career. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really a but fan believer and definitely not after all these early round exits.
0: Yeah, I mean this team so this team you return you do have some pa- yeah, surprise surprise, and McCaffrey's back. Patrick McCaffrey uh played about 22 and a, 22 and a half minutes uh, and then Peyton Sanford back as well as Tony P- Tony Perkins, so you do have some returning production. Now, they go out in the portal, they get uh Evan Bronze from Belmont, uh, you love Belmont's program. Uh also bring in Ben uh, is that crike? How I say that from Valparaiso? Um, it might be crikey. Crike. crikey I think it's no. Crikey.
2: I'm just making fun of your it's dumb fucking D.
0: crikey, The <laughs> goddamn crikey. Crikey. Uh, But uh, I mean, the, the, it seems like the depth is not what it traditionally is. But Rob, tell me why I was going to the Sweet Sixteen.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not there. I, I'm. I think they're going to be on the bubble all season long, and it's just going to come down to a few home wins that hopefully they can finish the job on and not drop a game against like Nebraska um a la last year. And when you look at the, the pieces they have offensively this year, this is going to be a new look Iowa team. I mean, this is probably one of the more athletic teams of the Fran McCaffrey, McCaffrey era. They don't have a dominant big down low anymore. And three point shooting wise, they have Peyton Sanford. And then a got a bunch of guys who are just kind of whatever behind the arc. So this is going to be a team that's going to try to drive the paint, uh, be athletic defensively and get in your face and, and really, you know, guard closely. And we haven't seen that from France. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this team performs. I I'm, again, I'm kind of in the middle. I think there's going to be some high moments and I think there's going to be some games where they just can't score enough to, to keep up, which feels a little bit weird.
0: I mean, was it last year? Was that Michigan State game where they just they they came back like it scored like yes, a bunch of points? The that covers. game was fucking insane <laughs> and Michigan absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Mac, what do you what do you make of the Hawkeyes this year?
1: Yeah, the, they won't have a stud like, like Rob was saying with no Garza or either Murray, but McCaffrey's finished six or higher in the Big Ten every year except for one year in the last 10, 11 years they will be like five or six. It'll, it'll be ugly. Everybody will be like, it's an ugly brand of basketball just because it's a bunch of unathletic white guys, but they'll get the shit done and, and they'll win 20 games and go to the dances like a nine ten 10 that's, that's what Iowa does. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it will be a little bit of a transition, but they'll, 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 they'll find a way that McCaffrey always finds a way. So yeah, I, I got him middle of the pack kind of slightly above that.
0: T- T- Timothy Green here. I was not going to the Sweet Sixteen. I, w- I was being sarcastic because that's uh, <laughs> that's Rob's favorite team. Um, yeah. uh, you know, so you know, may- may- maybe maybe I put that energy out there. Uh, Noah, your thoughts on the Hawkeyes?
2: Yeah. So Mac describing a bunch of ugly, unathletic white guys just described six Big Ten teams. So I couldn't really tell which one he was talking <laughs> about. There,
1: I was at is the is the extreme. Devin, Wisconsin.
2: <laughs> and, and Rob putting salt in the wound talking about the Iowa comeback win in the last minute against Michigan, um, that one killed the season. And, uh, we in the off season have received a bunch of unheralded, uh, uh, hate because we didn't make this, uh, tournament with <laughs> Dickinson and, uh, two lottery picks or whatever you want to call it. But the reason why we lost that game, Peyton Sanford, uh, he's salty. Um last year he I don't know if you call it a breakout because he was behind one of the Murray brothers, but this year I think he emerges as the mainstream annoying white guy that draws a few bullshit fouls every game and d- drops double digits. So <laughs> he's after so bitter. San- he's still <laughs> so bitter. I, I love it. Continue after yeah. After Sanford though, like I think it's gonna be interesting to see if the Hawkeyes they if they can live up to their yearly offensive expectations because the defense year in and year out is one of the worst in the conference. Um Iowa, they have lost the second least amount of home games since COVID in the Big Ten. The Hawkeyes have dropped just eight games in Iowa
3: City over the last three seasons. That's what's gonna keep them in this race. I will say they dropped one home game to Eastern Illinois. Um and Nebraska. <laughs> that was so, unbelievable. Yeah. That what was that? That spread was like
0: 28 like points, I feel like. Yeah, yeah.
3: It was it was the
2: second worst upset last college basketball season, only to Central Michigan beating Michigan. <laughs> That was fantastic.
0: Um, that was great. Yeah, we, that was absolutely fantastic. That was
1: fantastic.
0: Um, let's let's go to uh my mom's alma mater, the Maryland Terrapins. Um look, I was wrong about Maryland last year. They're better than what I thought they would be. I ate a big old bag of shit on on my projections of the Maryland Terrapins a year ago. Twenty two and thirteen in Kevin Willard's first season there, eleven and nine in the Big Ten. I thought it would take a couple of years. Uh no, Willard shut me up. Um. Now they do lose Hakeem Hart. They do. They do lose uh, Ian Martinez, Donald Carey, the former Georgetown Hoya. All those guys gone. Um. And a a a nice getting chance. Stevens from Loyola Marymount was interesting. I I went to a few Marymount games a year ago. Prison strength for life. Um. Also getting Jordan Geronimo. Uh. Great name. Uh. Check out Mike Leach's book on Geronimo. Uh. From Indiana. That that's uh that. That's always fun, but uh, Jameer Young coming in from Charlotte is the one, right? This is this this was the uh, Jameer Young from Matha High School. Um, that one, it's a homecoming. Getting him to come in, and then uh, they still have Dante Scott, Julian Reese. Um, you know, I was wrong about this team, so I'm I'm dancing around this a little bit. <laughs> I uh, I'm under the belief that. Uh, Year two. I, I'm gonna keep riding the momentum. I like what and my, you gotta understand my oldest brother's like a diehard Maryland fan, so he's pumping hype into me every day of the offseason. So when we talk, he's like, dude, this freshman, Deshaun Harris Smith's fucking stud. Wait till you see him. Wait till you see him. Um and what's hilarious is selling like my brother's at practice. He's just like reading stuff. Um, but uh I mean, I'm kinda I'm gonna I'm I'm not making the same mistake I did last year. Maryland, I think, uh Give me Maryland as a top five team in the in, in in the in the Big Ten this year. Rob, your thoughts
3: on the Terps? I kind of feel like they're middle of the pack. Um, you know, Geronimo's an interesting guy because he's obviously super athletic, but his career kind of flatlined at Indiana for whatever reason. And you know, kind of getting that spark, it might be you know something nice for um, a team that might need an athletic wing out there. And I, I feel like all off season long, Maryland was kind of hitching their wagon to getting Hunter Dickinson. Um, just cause the Maryland connection. And when that fell through, it just, they just kind of almost gave up in the portal. It felt like, um, the Sean Harris Smith freshmen are always one of those pieces where you never know what's going to happen. That's like the ultimate X factor with most of these teams. And, you know, there definitely is a lot of hype. And when I was just kind of previewing Maryland for this show, I, I saw a lot of his clips and they're exciting. So I, I think this is probably a middle of the pack team, but with some upside, and I think they're probably going to um, upset some people over at the Xfinity center this season.
0: Yeah, I call that Cole Field Hell they can take that name and uh <laughs> and shove it up their ass. But
1: uh um Mac, your thoughts on the Terps. Yeah, I, I like I like Willard's team a lot. I thought they overachieved in year number one. I think they're more athletic and they're deeper this year. And I mean Jameer Young, kind of like I was talking about with Indiana. Anytime you got veteran guards back, that's that's usually a team I like to back. So I I I like this Maryland team. They finished strong, uh, Won an NCAA tournament game, won multiple big games down the stretch at Cole Field House, as you like to call it, Still Dundee. That place was absolutely lit back in the day with Steve Blake and Juan Dixon. I'm a still, uh, I'm
0: a big believer in that. You still shouldn't have air conditioning inside of uh, basketball stadiums. Um, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but uh, you know, call me old school, um, dude. I think we I look. Am I crazy? You guys sprinkled nine plus nine hundred on on the Hoosiers. What about a little plus seven hundred on the Terps?
1: I mean, I I think this is one you go long shot. Anytime they're saying Purdue's a lock, I mean, that's, that's usually well, when you want to fade for do Well, look, mm-hmm. I'm, I I do think there's a gap,
0: but I'm saying if you're looking to take a couple dark horses,
1: yeah, yeah. Maryland's one; they got a good home yeah. court. They finished strong, and and Willard in the Big East was in the top three, top four every I year. I trust Willard more than I Seton do Hall. Woodson. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Probably. I I agree. By a They're both bit. good. They're both good. <laughs> yeah. I, I trust him more than more than Brad Underwood. Definitely.
0: Uh Noah, yeah. your thoughts on on Maryland? Maryland there?
2: Yeah, for uh Pulling back the curtain on last year, you, they had uh, this producer guy named Noah who was telling Colby after almost every Maryland game, "Hey, this Jameer Young guy is actually pretty good." Colby's like, "Nah, nah, he's overrated. He's gonna fall <laughs> off next game or whatever." It, it was always something new about Jameer Young last year until they actually did it. They get to the tournament and we're all like, "No, what? It's West Virginia Max year. Uh, might be Hugs's last year. We're gonna go all in on the Mountaineers. They knock off West <laughs> Virginia." In the first round of the NCAA tournament, the Big 12 didn't have much better of an NCAA tournament than the uh, Big Ten. So, just going to leave it at that. Maryland had two national Xfinity.
1: championships in two previous years. Maryland You're still living at in the Xfinity Center.
2: <laughs> Maryland at the Xfinity Center, or whatever Colby and Mac want to want to call it, they were 16 and one last year. That was the best mark in the Big Ten. Uh, Max said it earlier this pot this show. Uh, it is hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. Um, And that's a great, great record there. Uh, Maryland, they returned three of their top four scores from a year ago. And I think Kevin Willard has this team headed in the right direction as he's recruiting. Well, they're excited about a couple of the freshmen that they're bringing in. You guys already mentioned Deshaun Harris Smith. However, the one weakness he has is he can't shoot. And that's kind of the weakness on this team. They don't really have shooters. Um, You know, Jameer young. He likes, he prefers to drive Julian Reese, Dante Scott. Those are the other two best players on this team. They're both forwards and they're not really shooters either. So um, just as a lame, lame man's take on that, I think that's going to be where the issue is for this team uh, that keeps them from reaching their ceiling. But I think that Kevin Wheel, uh, Willard is more of like a floor guy. He's going to get his team to the middle of the pack, top half of the conference. But did Seton Hall ever really reach the mountaintop? I don't know. Um, but he was a home run hire, I think, for Maryland as he's already got the uh, home court rearing so uh, I like Maryland this year uh I'll leave it at that for the end of the show I like Maryland this year but I don't
0: think it was a home run higher but uh really yeah I I thought they could have got better but
2: um Dino yeah I mean, come on, Slick Rick's out there. You gotta, you gotta have that as your top choice. Uh, Oh, Maryland fans that thought they were getting Rick Pitino and uh, Hunter Dickinson, they were also drunk on the Kool-Aid.
0: Well, look, I mean, the drunk with the Dickinson one, but I happen to know plenty of prostitutes that lined up to 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 be employed by Rick Rick Pitino. So you know.
1: Just saying. Hey, hey, and one last thing, one to before we move on from Maryland. It feels like Maryland's playing a different style of basketball compared to everybody. They want to play faster. Everybody else in the Big Ten just wants to slug it out.
0: Yeah, that might work to their advantage, man. So yeah, yep. Um, all right, let's jump on over and talk about oh man, here we go. Here we go. The Michigan Wolverines, Juwan Howard. Is it really his fifth year? Mm-hmm. At the LeBaron Center there in Ann Arbor, um 18 and 16 a year ago, eleven and nine in conference, NIT. Um, uh Hunter Dickinson's gone, Jed Howard's gone, Kobe buffkin has gone, Joey Baker's gone. Um, they would they they were active in the portal despite losing Dickinson. They they brought in a couple of guys, Trey Jackson from Seton Hall, Namari Burnett from Alabama, uh Oliver uh Nickam Noah from uh Tennessee. I don't remember. George Washington. Oh my <laughs> gosh. We got George Washington coming here. Um, how can you how can you say that? We got rid of the colonials. I can't say George Washington. All right. Um <laughs> Noah, I'm gonna let you lead off because you got the hat and uh you're ready to go. You you got your season ticket package that uh you know I know you're excited about. Phil Martelli. What's the status, by the way, with uh
2: with is Howard gonna be available? Uh he's not back yet they're hoping that they'll have him for the first game of the season, but uh, not, not a great situation going on. Um,
0: What's your, where are you you at? Where are you at? Optimism wise with Juwan Howard? Is he the guy that's going to take Michigan back to the promised land?
2: Uh, I'll, I'll say this last year, everybody was questioning whether it was a bad coaching job from Juwan Howard. He's the only big 10 coach. And since he entered the fold that has gone to the second weekend three times. And with all three of those, one of his key players was injured. He had livers in uh, 2020, the COVID year. And then good point. Uh, yeah. We had uh, point guard injuries um, the last two years as well. Uh, a lot of things haven't really gone their way. And last year's team lacked a closer jet. Howard got every chance. To hit that final shot. (laughs) And it never it felt like he never could come through. Uh whether that's a Jawan Howard thing or a Jet Howard thing, I don't know how to uh, how to address that. And I'm interested to see how that uh works out this season. Um then the one time that Jet didn't take the final shot, Hunter Dickinson hit a Hail Mary three-pointer against Wisconsin descended to overtime. We were able to win that game. That game was awesome. It was. And Dick was a distract- distraction too. Uh his online presence was annoying for other players on this team and it was too much bulletin board material for opponents last year. And yeah, it was annoying for me as well. As I was one of his biggest preachers when he was coming up as a freshman. He was yeah. very talented, uh without any special haircuts or no social media picture poses and I whatnot. was about
0: to say, how many how many hateful DMs
2: did you send him this offseason? No, I didn't send any. I'm not like that. <laughs> I ain't like that but I am like that. If I, if I come onto a platform and a podcast and I, I get to, I I get to talk about the big 10 because all, all I am is I'm talking to the fans of other, of other teams. I'm in Amen. the mud with them. Um, uh, but last thing on Juwan Howard, the Kobe Bufkin thing, uh, he, he emerged, he is second gear too late last season. It was already over the, I mean, the year was already done when Kobe Bufkin kind of emerged as a top scorer. So uh, if you want to go into how this team
0: well, no, I, I actually. Awesome. I, well, I mean, look, yeah, I, I touched on who who they brought in the portal. They got a couple of guys back, but I'm saying, like, where when I look at this roster, I know uh, Yusef Kayat uh, was that uh, was a big time recruit. I'm probably butchering his name. Uh, I, I know that was actually good. Yeah, Llewellyn Llewellyn's back. Um, I mean, where where are we at as far as like who are the guys that? Why should I be optimistic? Build me the case of why I should be optimistic about
2: Michigan this season. All right. Well. Uh, last, I mean, I'll, I'll say this, the expectation shouldn't be very high for the Wolverines this season, Um, West Virginia and Michigan. Those are two of the worst off season situations that you could have um, this preseason and Juwan Howard having heart surgery and not being able to supervise a team that desperately needs some supervising, some teaching, um, some development Um, I trust Phil Martelli to step in and do that. But uh, the situation's nowhere close to ideal. The kid I'm highest on this year is Doug McDaniel. He was thrown into the fire as a freshman starting 90% of this team's conference games last season. And he didn't drown, which was a positive Um, because I mean, one impressive thing from him was he was grabbing, he was feisty. He's a little guy out there grabbing rebounds. And when he first got on campus, he saw a few minutes Llewellyn was starting over him. And even Llewellyn seemed a little shaky and then he got hurt. So then Doug came in when he got the opportunity. He just wanted to be a speed demon, run down the floor. It kind of created some turnovers, and this team didn't operate best in transition. So um, as the year went on, Doug matured a little bit. And I think that's really going to help him as he went through this offseason. Now he's, I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to need to be this team's best player. You have Olivier Kamwa. Uh, coming in through the transfer market. He's going to be also another very solid offensive option. Terrace Reed, I think he's more going to be a catch and dunk big. I don't really expect much from him on the offensive side. Very good defensive player though. It's definitely going to be a nice sight for sore eyes for a good defensive big man from Michigan after Dickinson, the last three years, Mm, it was just kind of optional for him. Um, The other thing, Namari Burnett, the get in the transfer portal there, very good defensively. Um Jet Howard, the knock on him was he wasn't great defensively. So we're hoping that Burnett steps up in that for uh uh form. And the other thing that I'm hearing out of camp, uh Terrence Williams has kind of fixed his shot. (laughs) Um his his form was jacked up last season and he loved to chuck up threes. Um if he's gonna continue to chuck up threes, it was probably a good thing that he fixed it because he is a good lengthy wing that can hit some. Um he was a very streaky last year. He had a couple of good games, but more bad than good. So, I, I, it goes back to my first statement: the the expectations for this team should not be high. Uh,
0: Mac, you were saying uh, that they would finish dead last. Why? Why did you think they'd finish dead last in, in the Big Ten?
1: Juwan Howard. Uh, just kidding. Uh, I I just think uh, you take out the COVID year, they've been a 500 team in the Big Ten for the most part. I kind of feel like they will be in that eight to 10 range and probably be on the wrong side of the bubble again. I, I like Noah's laid it out. There's so many question marks. I don't think they're going to suck. Like everybody's making it out to be. I think there is something said for you get rid of Dickett or Dickinson leaves. And it is a little bit of a breath of fresh air for everybody because he was exhausting. Yes. Very talented. Um, and maybe guys buy into their roles more, but I just don't think that they have the horses to, in the top half of this
3: league, Rob, where are you at with Michigan, man, man, I really do not like Juwan Howard. I I think there were so many games last year, last year in the second half of games where they just fell apart. And I've never seen a coach struggle so bad to manufacture touches for a seven foot athletic guy. I mean, it was crazy how often Hunter Dickinson didn't have the ball in his hands and he's a great facilitator on top of being a good perimeter or not perimeter thrower, but, um, uh, around the rim guy. And so when you see these games where they're just kind of falling off at the tail end and their offense goes stale for seven minute stretches, there's something wrong with that. Sure. I I think a guy like John Howard could have a lot of success at a Memphis or like a Louisville or something. But when you're playing against night after night, you know, these teams who are, you know, maybe not top echelon, top three, top five teams in the entire country, but are really strong in conference teams. I, I think you're going to get exposed. And I, I think he has been exposed over and over again. And that's why I think they finished at the bottom half of this conference.
2: I'll say one more thing. Cause I was mostly negative on Dickinson. Now that he's over at Kansas, I hate how much he's being talked about as like it's such a positive addition to this team. But uh. I, I I have to be lying if I wouldn't say the first time he hits a three for the Jayhawks and he does his big dick celebration with the three in between his legs, I might smirk a little bit just because he's going to be like the villain on Kansas and it's going to be hilarious for the entire season. Sorry, Mac.
1: I'll tell you what I'll do when he does it. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, uh, youtube.com
3: slash the college experience. It's getting
0: fun here. Uh, Look, folks, I want to tell you before we get to the next school here. Uh that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be that stressful. All right, Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create that account, redeem that code CFBX for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. And uh, I mean, it's really fantastic. You can enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame of Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down leg by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Absolutely fantastic. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbetts.com. Use that promo code SGPN. to get 50% off. Uh, your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the college basketball experience, talking Big Ten season preview, and we're on side. We're still on side A here. We're gonna rock. We're gonna rock through this school here on side A because, uh, you know, I got, I got uh, people. Always watching college hoops. Send me texts, people that are close to the program. And I got to be honest, I'm kind of buying into uh, this next school Michigan State, the Spartans. Everyone's talking Purdue. You want to talk about, I think, your best shot, your best shot to get a national championship, in my opinion? It is the Michigan State Spartans. I'm buying in. This is my preseason favorite. Now, here's the thing Purdue normally has such a great track record of winning the regular season and, and sucking. So maybe. Maybe that happens in this scenario, but uh, I think this is the best team in the Big Ten when it's all said and done. I I love the potential of what's here. They got to stay healthy, but obviously Tom Izzo's in his seventy fourth fucking season in the East Lansing, <laughs> and uh, they they did lose Joey Hauser, but I still think, uh, you know what they got going here with. Uh, you know who came on last year was Sissoko. I thought Sissoko really improved his game. He's back for his senior season. Malik Hall is back. Tyson Walker, the former Northeastern guard, is back. AJ Hoggard. Uh, I mean, everywhere you look, I feel like this. I'm going to go ahead and say this is by far the best like roster he's had in probably a decade. Um, They got a bunch of freshmen that I know they're super excited about. Xavier Booker being the one that I think. I've heard a lot about in the off season. I got a few texts, few emails saying, "Hey, this is Xavier Booker kid, watch out." Uh, this is this has got to be the year, right? He if they, if they go to the final four or something, does Izzo ride off on the hot seat? Or I'm sorry, ride off on the hot seat. I've been doing ten podcasts today. Does he ride off on the high horse? Um, into the uh, sunset? Yes, into the sunset. I can't fucking talk. All right, but I'm sold on this team. Rob, talk to me about Michigan
3: State here. This is the best team in the Big Ten, and I, I love Maddie Sissoko. I think you have to have a scrappy, hyper-athletic big who isn't afraid to just you know get after somebody and and be tough. I mean, we we see so many big guys nowadays who are all about the finesse and and they don't want to you know bump into somebody. And Sissoko might get in foul trouble pretty early in games, but that's a guy who you want in the final five minutes with the game on the line, going up against a Zach Eady or one of these bigs that are run through the Big Ten and. At the guard spots, I mean, man, Tyson Walker is one of those guys who can take over a ball game if he needs to. Malik Hall is an NBA type talent and athlete. And now that they don't have to kind of balance between Hauser and him, and they know definitively like he is going to get his minutes. I like a clear path to knowing they're starting five, knowing that they have some athletic freshmen who are going to be stepping into this roster as well. Man, I love Michigan State. I think they're going to be a cover machine and they're going to have some matchups where there might be underdogs early on against Arizona and Duke. And they're going to win both those games outright, in my opinion. Oh, that's bold. NC Nick's going to be at that Duke game in Chicago.
0: Um, Got his tickets today. I got that text Uh, Mac. I mean, Mac I'm, I'm I don't normally buy into Michigan state. I'm buying in this year what are you, what are you doing here with Sparty?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's probably his best team since what? 2019 when he had what Cassius Winston and those guys, I think this
0: team could be even better Mm -hmm. than that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they were pretty good and old as well. That's who I would probably make the comparison. Um, I, 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 like I said, I really like this team. They're veterans. They somehow, some way they were the last team standing for the big 10 last March. I mean, it's somehow, some way is always going to somehow be 90% of the time, the last team standing. Um, uh, I think they can get to the final four. I, I I don't see why not. And I, I don't know if they're going to win the regular season because I feel like Izzo takes his lumps every now and then in big 10 play and he's all right with it, but they're going to be playing their best basketball come March. I can guarantee that, especially with the veteran guards that went to the sweet 16 last year. And we're right there to beat K state. I mean, that game was, was back and forth, hell of a basketball game. And they were bitter that they, that they didn't get that thing done. They thought they should have won that night.
2: Marquise Noel had like 18 assists that game.
1: Yeah, no, that's they, not they, an
2: exaggeration either.
1: Izzo, Izzo, Izzo wasn't wasn't quiet in the press conference. He thought K State got lucky. I don't know if I agree with that because I watched K State all year, and that's what the little man did all year. But I mean, they, <laughs> they, they thought they he they thought that they were the better team. That game was awesome.
0: That game it was, was unbelievable. Yeah, one of the Amazing. best games of the whole season. Uh, Noah, where are you at? We, uh, Noah, should we even ask you? You got them dead last, right? Uh
2: no, no, no. That's not that's not where I have them. And honestly, like <laughs> I, I, me I'm joking, this, buddy. I'm joking. Me wearing this hat, I, <laughs> I like I feel like I'm the lowest on this team, even though I have them finishing in the top quarter of the big 10 here. Um, I'm I'm rattled by the love for Muddy Sissoko. Um, I scrambled just now over the last two minutes. The viewers can watch me looking at my extra monitor here. Um Timmy, 22 points, ed, 32 points, ed, 38 points, Dick, 14 and 10, Dick, 18 Dick. and 11, TJD, 31, TJD, 19. What the f- um, Sissoko you guys are high on. We're, we haven't <laughs> talked about Tyson Walker. We haven't talked about A.J. Hogard. I mean, come on guys. He gets eaten alive by these big 10 dogs and down low. Uh, That's not that. I think that's the weakness on this Michigan state team, which is saying something. If you guys are all high on him, This is a really good team. Uh, Michigan state basketball is the bright spot. I would say the one bright spot on East Lansing's campus right now. Uh, The cliche saying saying is, uh, you know, the Spartans, they return everybody. Frankly, that's not true. Joey Hauser was a big piece for this team last year. Um, Now Tom Izzo has to ask Malik Hall to stay healthy for an entire season. I don't have any faith in getting behind that. Uh, He hasn't shown that. Sparty has a tremendous guard duo and Hogarth and Walker. Uh, both of them d- double digit scores, tremendous uh, distributors of the basketball, but the Achilles heel again is post-play uh, offensively, defensively. You can't guard it. You can't score from it. It's just a no-go for Michigan state. They can't go down there. So to me, I, I think this team regular season-wise is slightly overrated to me. Ironically, I'm wearing the Michigan hat. Oh. I, I'm just saying it, it from being number two. I have Michigan State fourth in the Big Ten. But saying that, uh, or actually one more fact before I get to this last statement: in the last three seasons, 21, 22, uh, 22, 23. Oh, and I forgot 2021. Michigan State's finished with exactly 13 losses. Um, it's it's an average team in in conference play. But I'll say this. We'll be to agree with weekend. you guys. <laughs> this team is better suited for a final four than it is for a big 10 banner. I'll leave it at that. That was painful to say.
0: Yeah. I mean, you sound, yeah. It's like uh Mac. The pit was going to, uh, you know,
2: win the ACC this year. Right? Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. They're, they're oh, be, and then one on. other
2: thing, if, if you want more hate from me, Cohen Carr, your foot was on the line. It wasn't behind the free throw line on your dunk on M- M- midnight madness. Just saying, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Folks, give them a follow. Noah B seventy seven underscore. Direct your hate there. Uh
2: look. Um I'm not lying. It was true. Yeah. We have we have one more if you want to do seven and then seven on the B Yeah, side.
0: let's do that. Uh, let's let's talk about these Minnesota Golden Gophers. uh oh God. they were nine and twenty-two <laughs> last year. They're two and seventeen. The barn's always rocking. Ben Johnson's at year three. Uh, do we need to do I need to do this? Um let's go. Um <laughs> they lose. Jameson Battle, he's gone. Taylor Cooper's gone. Jaden Henley's gone. Um they were active in the portal. I don't know what this I mean Mike Mitchell is a decent kid. I caught a lot of Pepperdine games cuz they're right by my house. Um Elijah Hawkins coming in from Howard. That's going to be their guard back court. Jack Wilson from Washington state. They also added the portal. He's like a 20 year center um, guys. Dawson Garcia, Dawson Garcia. Remember, remember him?
3: Yeah. You know, he's Carolina.
0: back. Yeah. Dude, Marquette, Carolina everywhere. Uh, you know, Braden Carrington uh, was a guy that flashed. I thought as a, as a freshman, same with uh same with Frail Payne, their big man. They, you know, they that was they had decent seasons as a freshman. Maybe there's some optimism there. I'm trying to build a case. I don't think Minnesota's very good. Rob, are they gonna be in the basement again in
3: the Big Ten? Because I think we can kind of just write it off, right? Yeah, this is definitely the worst team in the Big Ten. And this is where everybody's gonna pad their numbers and their records against throughout the entire year. And it's just one of those things where we're not in an era where guys want to latch on to programs and build them up. They want to start off at a low spot and then go to an existing program that's already credible. And that's where Ben Johnson just up against it. Feel kind of bad, but the athletic department's not behind this program. They don't get the funding, they don't really get the fan support. And yeah, this feels like a dead team walking right now.
0: It's crazy because growing up, I remember the team with Sam Jacobson and Bobby Jackson. They were a fun team. Sure, they got caught cheating, but hey. They're a fun team. Uh, Mac, your thoughts on the Golden Gophers?
1: Yeah, they're going to be in the basement once again. But I will say, every now and then at the barn, they can pick some people off. And they did that against Rutgers, which we were on that one night. Uh, I know a lot of people were giving us hell for picking Minnesota ever. And you know what they did? They won on the money line. Uh, I think it's a team that maybe they could pick somebody off here and there at the barn. But other than that, I mean, what did they play? Twenty games, three and seventeen in the Big Ten. This team's <laughs> awful. <laughs>
0: well, maybe will they, four
1: and sixteen.
0: <laughs> well, one of those wins be against against Michigan, Mac.
1: Uh they almost beat him in Ann Arbor last year. It could be. It, do they play at the barn? They they get up for Michigan.
0: <laughs> Noah, what do you what do you
2: make of the Golden Gophers? You're gonna make me go and look at uh, the score from the second game last year in Minnesota. <laughs> Um, Matt kind of <laughs> took it? my one angle that I was going to take. Uh, oh, I, I can go and look, uh, Matt kind of took the one angle that I was going to attack uh, and try to be special when talking about Minnesota on this show. Cause I know I, I kind of get last, last dibs to the, to the bowl. Um, they, they have the worst home record in the big 10 over the last two seasons, um, six and 11 last year. So um, Ben Johnson, if you want to keep your job, you got to defend the barn. Um, and for the last thing, before we let go of uh, the, the show here, we played Minnesota 60 to 56 last yeah, year. That, that was home. the game I was talking
1: about. That was the
2: only game. That was the only game. All right. The year before we beat them by 50. And that's what I was thinking of. So uh, I, I'm yeah. going to find that score before we end the show. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean look reminiscent on the good old days over there I, <laughs> with, with Fair me, at center. <laughs> I, I feel like
0: when Minnesota's better I enjoy it I think the Big Ten is better when Minnesota's at least average like, I, I, I like I it the when they yeah I yeah. like I think they have a cool environment and everything but yeah. has it been the, the case fun
2: but the elevated courts overrated
0: oh yeah that is something that would bother me. But uh, anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, folks, look, this is side a stick around. If you're on YouTube, we're not going anywhere. So stay right, uh, right here. But uh, if you're listening to this on the audio side of things, make sure you check out side B of the college basketball experience, big 10 preview. Hang on, hang tight.